You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so looking at all the latest in tech and answering any questions you might have. As always, you can call 069 or you can text or WhatsApp 87 and send in your messages and I will answer them on the next show. Um, oh yeah, you can also email myself, patrick102fm at gmail.com. So uh, I suppose some of the biggest news this week is related to a question that came in as well. So a question came in during the week uh, about the new iPhone 15 that's after coming out. So uh, one of the listeners has an iPhone 11 and is asking, is it worth upgrading to the iPhone 15, the new one that's after coming out? And um, they didn't specify if it was the Pro or the, the, the standard one. But I presume if you said iPhone 15, I presume it's the standard one that you might be looking at. Um, so obviously it's kind of big news this week some of the Apple announcements so it's going to be in the news anyway but we can have a bit of a look at the uh, some of the specs and some of the information that we have about the new lineup of Apple phones uh, so Apple iPhone 15 already feels like a bigger upgrade than the 14 uh, so okay so it's a bigger upgrade than the 14 so if you have an 11 it might be uh, an even greater upgrade i suppose the main thing that everyone is talking about is the um, usb-c now so it's after coming in line with most android phones and it has a usb-c and it's you know well overdue i think it was eight years ago that the first phone uh the first phone had a usb-c so it's a uh, well overdue uh, the iPhone 15 is here. On Tuesday in California, Apple took the wraps off its newest phones at its Wonderlust event, introducing the 15 and the 15 Plus, alongside a bevy of other devices, including the new Apple Watch Series 9 and the new Apple Watch Ultra 2. Uh, among the new uh, big features is the Dynamic Island, the animated feature at the top of the screen that gives contextual information, which debuted last... Yeah, I was just going to say, it was not in last year's phone. Uh, debuted last year in the 14 Pro and the Pro Max. Uh, also, it wasn't in the... There was no Dynamic Island in the standard iPhone 14. I didn't know that. I thought it was in all of them, but apparently now it's in the standard 15. Uh, also widely tipped was the addition of USB-C, which has replaced the lightning port for wired charging and connectivity. Uh, something I heard about that as well is that there's different levels of USB-C. So if you get, say, the standard iPhone 15, you'll have USB 2, uh, which would be the same kind of speed as Lightning. But if you get the, the 15 Pro or Pro Max, you'll get the... Um, uh, USB 3 version of USB-C, which is faster, can uh, transfer, I don't know if it can charge faster, but it can uh, transfer um, information, say, from your computer or from your phone to your computer much faster than the USB 2 version. So they're straight away, <laughs> like, it's new. You Wouldn't you think they just give every phone the, the, the best version of it starting off? No, they give you the slower version for the standard iPhone. So they're already starting a step behind, you know, with the standard one. But I suppose they're trying to upsell their their Pro and Pro Max and all that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I heard about that anyway. Uh, pricing starts at uh, $799.00. That's in the US. Let's see how much here. Uh, the iPhone 15 
standard one will come in at 979 euro so a lot more expensive than in america um it was 1029 last year so it's nine it's coming down from what it was last year but it's still much more expensive than the us uh the plus model uh is gone up from 1129 for the 14 to 1179 for the four, for the uh the plus model so yeah it's over it's just under a thousand nine hundred and seventy and just over a thousand for the plus model so uh yeah they're there and it's the prices started 799 in the us so uh it's a it's a lot more expensive over here um so uh as long as you're activating with a carrier pre-orders begin oh this is with a carrier as well so i don't know maybe that's because of the discount because of the carrier or something i don't know uh pre-orders begin on friday with the phones going on sale next friday september 22nd uh dynamic island appears to be the same incarnation that debuted on the 14 pro in 2022 it's essentially a secondary display that can be used to view media playback uh, sports scores, rideshare status, and other bits of information without flipping back and forth between apps. As of 2022, iPhone 14 line, there's no mini iPhone 15, uh, with Apple once again releasing a 6.1-inch iPhone 15 and a larger 6.7-inch iPhone 15 Plus. Uh, the displays are brighter this year as well, up to 2,000 nits of brightness. There are five main colors for the new phones, pink, yellow, green, blue, and black. The main camera on the iPhone 15 is now 48 megapixel and in addition to taking higher resolution photos and videos, also allows for a new two times telephoto zoom, uh, albeit at 12 megapixels. That's a significant jump from the iPhone 14's 12 megapixel camera system, although it's impossible to tell how much difference that makes in practice without spending more time with it. But it's not just the colors that are different. Apple is using new color-infused back glass for the iPhone 15, which gives it a frosty, translucent look. So far, the new matte finish looks less prone to fingerprint smudges compared to the glossy iPhone 14. Uh, the chip under the hood is last year's A16 Bionic, which was in the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max. Uh, last year's iPhone 14 and 14 Plus relied on an A15 Bionic. Uh, there's a bigger battery in the... So what they do is their entry ones, <laughs> their, their 1,000 euro cheap ones, gets last year's uh, chip from the Pro and Pro Max. And then the new chip goes in this year's Pro and Pro Max. So if that's very strange. So the st so if you buy a standard iPhone 15, the brand new iPhone 15, you get a slower version of USB-C and you get the previous year's chip uh, from the from the Pro and Pro Max. That's ridiculous. Um, this is a, a there is a bigger battery in the iphone 15 line though apple didn't reveal specific battery size <laughs> yeah they do that sometimes with specs they just won't tell you what they are uh, but then they do side by side comparisons with android phones and things like that and they, they get the specs eventually uh, the new devices continue to keep a host of prior iphone features including 5g and satellite connectivity for emergencies uh, new for this year is the ability to call for roadside assistance via satellite with Apple partnering uh, with AAA in the US, 
The roadside feature is included in AAA membership, while Apple says it will offer satellite connectivity for free for two years with the purchase of an iPhone 15. In addition to USB-C, the new iPhones will be able to work with MagSafe as well as new accessories that support QI2 wireless charging standard that was announced uh, early this year. Overall, the iPhone 15 seems like a larger leap than last year's iPhone 14 thanks to the Dynamic Island. The sharper camera, USB-C charging and the new design, while it's still a step below the iPhone 15 Pro, it feels like the biggest difference uh, in the regular iPhone since the iPhone 12. Uh, so that's some of the, the differences. Uh, iPhone 15 versus iPhone 15 Pro, every difference in the new phones. Let's see what it says. It's a big, long article, but we'll see. On Tuesday last year's Dynamic Island was the differentiator, uh, but this feature is now trickled down to the iPhone 15, leaving the entire 15 line uh, notchless. Still, there are important differences to consider when deciding uh, the display. Both the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro feature the same size screen, 6.1 inch uh, Super Retina uh, with the same 2,556 uh, by 1,179 pixel resolution. The Pro's display, however, features ProMotion technology, which is Apple's way of saying it has variable refresh rate uh, between 10 hertz and 120 hertz. So that should help with... Um, Smoother video plus battery life would be much better as well on the Pro version if it has variable refresh rate because you don't want a high refresh rate when you don't need it because it's just using more battery. Uh, when you're watching YouTube or uh, gaming, your phone, uh, the Pro will lower the refresh rate to conserve battery life. Yeah. So the iPhone 15 Pro also has an always-on display that keeps it on, uh, that keeps it dimmed when charging, so you can use standby mode, so you don't get an always-on display uh, with the iPhone 15 with the standard one. Uh, the iPhone 15 and Pro are made from different materials. The iPhone 15 has an uh, aluminium enclosure with a color-infused glass back, and the iPhone 15 Pro is made from titanium with a mix, uh, textured matte glass back. Uh, more colorful options are available for the 15 when you can get it in pink so you can get it in pink um, soft yellow light green pale blue and black the iphone 15 pro is available in more staid hues uh, black white dark blue and natural titanium as it looks beige uh, in terms of overall size, the 15 is ever so slightly larger, uh, but lighter than the iPhone 15 Pro. Uh, titanium is higher uh, than uh, is lighter than aluminium, but the iPhone 15 Pro weighs more than the iPhone 15, in large part because it has a third camera. Uh, the iPhone 15 weighs 600, 6 6.02 ounces, and the iPhone 15 Pro weighs 6.6 .6 ounces. The iPhone 15 Pro has an ultra, has ultra thin bezels and shaves a millimeter off the width and height of the iPhone 15's dimensions, while also being a fraction of a millimeter thinner. Uh, the last difference between the two enclosures is the introduction of the action button. Oh yeah, so this is a programmable button now. Finally, they're doing this. Uh, people have been asking them to do it for years, so it's a pro. You can. Uh, one of the buttons on it, you can program it to do lots of different things. Uh, there's a menu and you go through and you, you tell it what to, like put it into night mode or put it into lots of different modes. 
It replaces the mute switch that's still on the side of the iPhone 15 by default. Uh, a long press on the action button will mute and unmute, but you can customize it. So it's still a mute button, but now you can customize it to do different things. Uh, a number of shortcuts like turning on the flashlight, recording a voice memo, or opening the camera app and snapping a photo. Um, the cameras with previous uh, iPhone lines, the iPhone 15 features two cameras on the back and the iPhone 15 Pro has three. You get a 48 megapixel wide lens and a 12 megapixel ultra wide lens with either model and the iPhone 15 Pro adds a 12 megapixel telephoto lens that has three times optical zoom that lets you get closer to your subject. Both models support night mode, but only the 15 Pro lets you take night shots in portrait mode. Uh, inside the iPhone 15 uh, is the A16 Bionic chip, while the iPhone 15 Pro has the A17 Pro chip. Uh, both models ought to be very fast. Each processor has six cores uh, in the CPU, with two performance and four efficiency cores. Uh, the iPhone 15 Pro is better suited for graphics and gaming, the A17 Pro Bionic processor has six cores uh, in the GPU uh, to the A16's Bionics, uh, Bionics 5 core GPU. So uh, there's an extra core in the newer, in the bigger model. Uh, both models are available in 128 gig, 256 and 512 capabilities. And the Pro also offers a one terabyte option that costs over two grand, I think, if you get the terabyte, the terabyte option. And that's in the US. Is that here? Oh no, maybe it's here. Uh, the new beer <laughs> be three grand. No, I think it's a I think it's around two grand here. Uh which is scandalous. The new models introduce USB-C charging, but only uh, the 15 Pro supports the faster 10. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about, the 10 uh, gigabyte, gigabytes per second uh, speeds of USB 3. You'll need to supply your own USB-C 3 cable for a 15 Pro uh, since Apple ships a USB 2 cable with both models. But the iPhone 15 supports only USB 2 speeds of 480 MB per second. Uh, so yeah, they give you the slower version with the um, with that. So price wise, um, yeah, but the, it's going to be different prices. Seven nine nine for the fifteen, but here it's uh, nine hundred and seventy. So uh, check out Apple's new iPhone. But that's to do with their. It could be also to do with their. Um, they're tied up with different uh, carriers over there. Uh, so yeah, that's a pretty good breakdown of the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro, and there'll be a Pro Max as well, I presume, uh, like they usually is, but they, sometimes they release that a little bit later. So for our listener, actually, I know it, it was Marie, uh, Marie in the Castle West, so thanks for listening, Marie. Um, is it worth changing up from the 11? Um, just in general, I suppose... Not talking about is it worth changing up from another phone, but out of the two, uh, I wouldn't. I, I, if I was getting one, I've never had an iPhone. If I was getting my first iPhone, I definitely would have to get the Pro instead of the other one. I, I, I wouldn't want the slower USB C last year's chip. It's just you're, you're kind of starting off from behind already. Do you know, you're, you're buying a phone that's it's a brand new phone and it's like. It's kind of out of date. I wouldn't say out of date, but it's, you know, I always try to future-proof. That's why I used to love um, getting um, those flagship killer phones back in the day. You know, they'd have, they'd be trying to get stuff ahead of the game. So they'd have the the newest chip. With they'd, they'd bring in 
uh, kind of faster charging than the flagships and higher megapixel count and different things, you know, and they, they might have been the best phone overall, but, you know, it's like the, um, what was it, the LG G3, you know, my wife was using it after I finished using it, and it was for like four years after it was released or more, and it even now I still have it at home and it still works to this day do you know because everything was ahead of the game it had USB-C and everything that was years ago and um, and it's like buying that uh, the standard iPhone 15 I, it just feels like a compromise straight away uh, and I, I just go for the Pro if I was getting one um, is it worth the upgrade from to look at the original question is it worth the upgrade from the from the 11 yeah maybe probably yeah it's it's been a few years now since the 11 so it might be uh there's some good specs there and it'll be your introduction to USB-C. i'm sure you'll probably use it in other things because it's in nearly everything nowadays uh so yeah i think it would be uh it would be worth the upgrade uh they have a, a nice three optical zoom lens now as well so something they wouldn't have had before so uh, yeah, I would I would say so if you can get a good bargain on it or get a, a decent bill kind of thing where you you can pay for it over uh, without end up paying too much, pay for it over a couple of years or something like that. Uh, so that's a look at some of the uh, new. Now we'll have there's loads of other stories mixed in with the news about the new iPhone as well. Uh, there's some of the so, the side by side stuff here as well. Uh, a lot of the stuff is similar. It's just uh, some of it. Uh, it kind of falls. Yeah, the 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 standard one falls behind on. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's it's pretty similar. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, and oh the standard one is just a standard mute switch. Then it's where the action button is in the pro. So there's there's a lot of stuff that's kind of um, missing from the standard one or left. The upgrades have not been given to the standard one. So. Isn't it? It's so weird paying a thousand quid for a phone almost. And that's the, the compromise phone. That's the one, the budget phone that you that you have to sacrifice some of the new specs and you have to get last year's chip and you have to get inferior glass on the back and slower uh, transfer rate because you're cheaping out only spending a thousand quid. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um. Let's see. France has ordered, speaking more Apple news, France has ordered Apple to stop selling the iPhone 12, saying it emits too much radiation. The French watchdog, which governs radio frequency, says the model recently failed tests for electromagnetic waves because it was giving out enough wa waves to be absorbed by the body. The company has disputed the findings and says the devices comply with regulations. So they're saying that the 12 uh, is, could be dangerous in radiation levels. Bank of Ireland is warning customers about a new spike in fraudsters uh, accessing customers' PCs and online banking. Uh, the fraudsters are mainly targeting business banking customers, duping them into allowing remote access to their computers and bank accounts. They are calling customers claiming to be from Bank of Ireland before asking them to log into their online banking as normal. Uh, the bank is advising if you receive a call asking you to go to a website or to click a link, just hang up. Yes, that's so common now. There's a lot of, um, 
YouTubers who are kind of doing great work because they, they kind of hunt down these fraudsters. So this is a big thing in America of ringing you up and saying, I'm from Amazon, I'm from the bank, I'm from something else and trying to get you to log in or from your computer, I'm from Microsoft and you have a virus on your computer and uh, if you have to let us log in and we'll fix it for you. And um, or they'll have one of these refund scams that they do. They ring you up saying this, oh, you were overcharged and we actually are going to pay you back money. And, uh, oh, we need to control your computer, log into this thing. And then you you have to type in the amount of money you're owed and say they owe you $100 or something. And then you are they're controlling your computer, but they get you to type up 100, and so you type 100, and then the person on the other side presses three more zeros uh, and make it, oh, 10,000, and, oh, what, Mr. O'Connor, why did you press 10,000? That money is after coming out of our account, and now you have to give it back to us and all this kind of thing. And um, it's just uh, one of the scams they do, and then they get you to go into your online banking and give them back the or, or they get you to open your online banking and they black out the screen and they just change the script of the page to make it look like you're after being given 10,000 into your bank and then they, they give you back the you know they can black out your screen when they take control of it then they, they give you back the screen and you can see all of a sudden in front of you you see your online banking with 10,000 extra inside there but it's all fake like if you refresh the page it'll be gone it's just any page that's open on your screen you can change the script on it uh, but they they to make it look like anything you know so that, that's what they do and they, they just give you a look at this Mr. O'Connor you have 10,000 extra in your bank um, you have to pay that back to us so then they get them to get uh, to either send them cash or to do uh, Bitcoin or buy buy some kind of a get them to buy a, a cryptocurrency or to buy these vouchers like from the shop uh, like Amazon voucher cards or different voucher cards and then give them the codes for those so they can open them on the other side and get the cash or they have there's loads of different scams but um, there's some very good youtubers that pretend to be victims. And they lead them on and lead them on and try to get information off of them. So what they do is if there's money, if they're asking for cash to be sent, uh, so they often close out all the other avenues. Say, oh, no, sorry, I can't do this. I can't do that. Uh, I have uh, in my safe here, I have 10,000. Um, where do you want me to send it? I can put it in the box. So to get the addresses of their of their um, mules, they have money mules that work for them. So they'd often be in other countries, maybe um, India and places like that, and they need to get the money to them. So they use money mules to to run the money. So then they try to get addresses. So they you know, okay, give me the address. I'll send it there, and. Um, you know, they make an excuse that it didn't get to that address and try to get another address. So, and all these addresses they can get, then they give to the police and they try to stop these money mules. And it's happened so many times where they've gone, the police have gone, raided those houses and ended up getting back boxes of money that was about to be shipped out to the to the scammers or something like that. So they do good work. And it, it's very good to bring awareness 
of of the type of scams that go on. So you know, I often see pop ups uh, in the computer or on the phone. Say if you download a new app and uh, it you know to to scan a photo or something like that. But it's a kind of a I wouldn't say dodgy app, but it can have pop-ups and in, uh, you know, oh, warning about uh, viruses or something like that. And straight away, that's the exact same as you see on those scammer YouTube pages, you know, the, the ones that they uh, that they pretend to fall for and, and track down. So it's good to make awareness and, and to know exactly what's happening is to watch. Uh, there's a guy called Scammer Payback and there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of them and they're all kind of, they all help each other out. There's actually an Irish guy whose name uh, slips my mind, but he's one of the main geniuses behind the technology to kind of take over the scammers' computers and to find, to get their list of victims and try to give them to the police and things like that. And um, he kind of trains the other the other ones how to how to catch them and things like that. So he's he's a kind of a, a tech genius. Uh, but yeah, so the, this obviously similar scams now are starting to be they're starting to use Bank of Ireland uh, for that kind of thing. And it's been going on a while with text. I've often got text messages from you know a bank I'm not even banking with one of the Irish banks, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, that would be funny if I if I had an account with you, but I don't even have an account with him, so it's obviously a scam. Um, but yeah, uh, so they're using Bank of Ireland now. So just the safest thing is always to call to your branch, ask them, you know, go to your official app or something like that and don't uh, kind of reply to these messages and things like that, asking you to log on to websites and things like that. So meeting someone you've spoken to online in real life has become commonplace for young people. New ESRI research released by the Irish Examiner shows over 30% of 20-year-olds have done it. The analysis of over 4,000 young people also found young men were more likely to do so than young women. Those who spend more time online who are LGBTQ are also more likely to meet an online acquaintance in the flesh. Uh, so a lot of people are meeting on their online friends. Uh, people in Ireland sleep the most during the week, according to a global study. Uh, the research found people here got an average of 7 hours 48 minutes of sleep per night during the week, going to bed at 11.39pm and waking up at 7.27am. Uh, the study published in Science Direct analysed over 50 million nights of sleep from 220,000 people in 35 countries. People in Japan get the least amount of shut-eye, with people getting an average of less than seven hours sleep during the week. I presume per night. <laughs> if that was total, it wouldn't be great. Uh, two alleged non-human alien corpses have been shown to Mexican politicians. The mummified specimens were displayed in a glass case as part of a congressional hearing. I thought they were in a box, like a cardboard box, part of a congressional hearing. Uh, the hearing was told they were found in Peru and are estimated to be a thousand years old. UFO researcher Jamie Musan testified under oath that the specimens were not part of our terrestrial evolution. Uh, so, But apparently he has been kind of caught before. The, he had two other kind of bodies that were actually human and these haven't been uh, examined independently by other people or anything yet so uh, I would uh, definitely class that as yet to be <laughs> fully examined uh, but uh, it made for some good headlines and pictures anyway these tiny little bodies that they have 
Uh, Ireland is facing the highest level of commercial vacancies since records began. GEO Directory says 14.1% of all properties are now empty across the country. It's the highest rate of vacancies since the database started collecting information 10 years ago. CEO Dara Kyo says there are a number of factors which have contributed to the decline in retail. Let's see what he had to say. Three things going on. The effect of COVID, the effect of the inflation and their higher prices, and then the changing nature of some of the businesses that would be on the high street. On top of that, I suppose... We have to look at the entrepreneurial effort to open a business and while there's loads of great entrepreneurs out there, they're probably looking at this saying, well, was this the right time to open a retail business in Ireland or, you know, it's the new model, the way to go, you know, to open it from your bedroom rather than open it from the high street. Yeah, it's it's definitely a tough time at the moment uh, for uh, retail companies and different companies. There is a lot of empty, uh, even around the town here alone, there's, you know, there's a lot of places closed down or a lot of places not open and... Uh, it's tough at the moment, but um, hopefully things will pick up and, uh, you know, the it, the prices of things have gone up as well and people have less money to spend. And it's a kind of a, it's a vicious circle. You know, if they don't spend, uh, they don't spend in the shops and then the shops are suffering and the shops close down and, and that would result in less jobs. And then there's less jobs, there's less to spend. And so I think uh, if we can kind of get out of the hole and, and, it can also go the other way around, you know. Uh, once things pick up, it'll help everybody and hopefully um, things will pick up again. Uh, a ban on cars in several areas in Dublin city centre would be introdu- could be introduced next year. Uh, the new plan from the NTA and Dublin City Council could see the reallocation of road space to public transport, cyclists and pedestrians. Uh, it's met with opposition from some interest groups. But Green Party councillor Janet Horner says the city needs a refresh. I think what we are trying to do here is revive the city centre. We're trying to bring life back into it. We're trying to make it a friendly, livable, um, enjoyable, relaxing space to be in instead of a traffic-clogged, fumey, noisy environment where most people would say you would never, for example, let go of a child's hand walking down O'Connell Street for fear of the amount of traffic that would be immediately greeted by them if they, if they slipped out onto the road. I suppose, yeah, there's two sides to that story. I suppose people need to get to places as well, you know. Uh, uh, Dublin, in a lot of uh, places, in a lot of circumstances, is spread out. Now, I know you have the Lewis and things like that, which is very good. But, you know, there's a lot of other places people need to get to and from and going to and from work and uh, things like that would be would be quite difficult or or impossible in some cases uh, with public transport, even in Dublin, because, you know, they only go to certain places and only go so far and uh, with times and things like that. Um, So, you know, people need cars and people are individuals and have their own, uh, you know, lives to live. So, you know, uh, it's difficult to, to tell people what to do when they're not, you know, when they're just, you know, driving their car, going to work or going to get shopping for the family or something uh, when when they mightn't have another option uh, easily available uh, so but if you know whenever when I've gone to Dublin for a few weekends away or something like that now obviously I I drove there uh, and stayed in a hotel there but when I was in the city centre then you know we were able to take the Lewis and go to different places and things like that but 
um, because we had the time and we were just relaxing and we were able to go here and there and there was no specific, you know, we kind of tailored the places to suit the Lewis stops and, you know, we go to a restaurant there now, it's near the, we can get this Lewis and it'll get off by there or, you know, want to see this museum or want to see something else uh, because there's a Lewis stop nearby. But if you don't have a choice specifically where you're going, if it's not just a relaxing weekend away, uh, sometimes you have no choice but to but to take a car, take your car or something like that. And it, it gives you your independence. You're doing your own thing. You're not uh, down to specific times and specific places and you can just go where you want. And, you know, that's what freedom is all about, I suppose, is, is being able to live your life and um, go where you need to go. And uh, sure, with... Uh, with electric cars and things like that, uh, she was talking about smoky things around the place. You know, if they if they give enough discounts and enough uh, incentives for uh, electric cars, then they won't. The if if every car driving down the street was an EV, there wouldn't be uh, any smoke around the place. Uh, I know the production of the cars is is another open question, and the and the end of life. Uh, for the cars as well with, when it comes to batteries and things like that recycling the parts and the creation of the, of the electricity itself in the first place to charge those batteries uh, isn't always 100% um, wind energy and, and hydroelectric and things like that you know there's still uh, so, uh, fossil fuel plants to actually charge the cars but if she's on about smoky streets um, you know if they if if uh, the government gives a fifty percent discount to every EV, then everyone will be going out buying EVs, and the whole streets will be full of them, you know. And if they improve the the, the car companies, uh, give the big enough batteries or the long enough capacity for people to say, "Oh, look, I can go out now and buy." Uh, an EV that will do the same as my diesel car, you know, my, you know, 1.6 litre diesel car that does, uh, you know, 60 miles to the gallon, uh, you know, a range of, say, 800 kilometres. My um, EV can do now 800 kilometres uh, and and it can fast charge. And, you know, if they if they implement this new technology and things like that, it will it will clean up the streets. Uh, but hopefully they can do it and, and use materials that are more sustainable and batteries that can be recycled. And I suppose we are improving definitely the production of electricity when it comes to wind energy and things like that. Uh, so we're increasing efficiencies that way. Uh, Apple reveals iPhone 15 with USB-C. Yeah, so we had that already. Uh, charging port to comply with EU rules. Yeah, that's the reason they did it. <laughs> you know, they always like, oh yeah, we decided to do this and uh, thank us for for coming coming up with this new idea. No, they were forced by courts to do it. Um, the Lightning port brings the iPhone in line not just with other Apple products, but the latest Macs and iPads, and with rival Android smartphones. Games consoles like Nintendo Switch and uh, PlayStation 5 has a USB-C on the front. One, but still has it. Uh, cameras and laptops and e-readers like Kindle. Uh, Apple has announced its new iPhone 15 range with USB-C charging port, ditching its lightning standard to comply with EU regulations. Yeah, so is there anything new here? Uh, was mandated by the end of 2024 to reduce e-waste and simplify life for consumers. Apple had opposed the requirement but acknowledged it would have to follow it. So, so it, it changed from having to follow it then. You know, it was our idea. 
uh, and confirmed the change at its iPhone unveiling event uh, yesterday. So, Apple's Kyan Drance said the company was bringing USB-C to iPhone 15 because it has become a universally accepted standard. Uh, the iPhone 15 range mirrors that of 14 with a standard 6.1-inch model. Yeah, so that's some of the specs that we've kind of looked over already, but... Yeah, they were they were forced to do it. Uh, WhatsApp now lets you get updates from celebrities and sports clubs. Uh, music stars like Olivia Rodrigo and David Guetta, uh, football clubs like Man City and Liverpool, and Meta's chief executive Mark Zuckerberg are among the high-profile accounts uh, with their own WhatsApp channel. So I didn't know too much about this. Um, if your group chats aren't cutting it anymore, WhatsApp is now letting people sign up for direct updates from celebrities, sports teams and brands. The Twitter or Telegram-like ability to follow accounts on private messaging platform was announced in June. Dubbed channels, the launch was initially limited to a few countries, but its global rollout has now begun. WhatsApp owner Meta said that there were thousands of organizations, sports teams, artists, and other recognizable brands and personalities of people to follow. Uh, do you know what this is too? Is They tried threads and they had a good start, a great start, but now it's just nobody's talking about threads anymore and any news about celebrities saying things or, or different things, polit- political things, is all still through X or, you know, Twitter. So it it didn't work. Their plan to kind of collapse uh, Twitter or X and take over hasn't worked. So maybe this is another way now of doing it, maybe that you can look at the the the, the Im- threads, so to speak, or the, the, the tweets uh, of uh, your favorite celebrities through WhatsApp. So you can you can click on their account or follow them and see what they have to say as you would with Twitter or something like that. So uh, how do channels work? Channels are separate uh, from chats within WhatsApp and behave similarly to news feeds on other social platforms. Posts from channels can text include text, photos, videos, and polls will appear in the new updates tab alongside status updates that uh, people can already post for their contacts to see. When you tap into an update on your feed, channels will look much like a normal WhatsApp chat, but you will only have an option to respond to posts with emoji reactions rather than a message back. Users can search for accounts they might like to follow, and channel owners will also be able to invite people to join direct links. Meta has described uh, channels as a private broadcast service. Uh, as owners and their followers both have their phone number and profile photo hidden from view. Uh, Channels can also opt out of being findable via search, and posts are automatically deleted after 30 days. Not everyone can make a channel, but Meta says it would make this possible in the coming months. Uh, So that's a a new uh, way of... um, it could be. I, I, some people could find that uh, interesting. I bet I, I might try it myself and see. You know, uh, uh, it'd be good for like um, people with small media companies or trying to get uh, social media up and running like that to to try to get some followers that way and say, look, follow me, and I let you know when the latest episode of my podcast is out or my my vlog or something like that and post the newest photos and you know different things that they're up to uh, which might be might be interesting way of doing it and it'd be up to the people themselves to to look or not Uh, ford honda and bmw create a new vehicle uh, to grid company to help ev owners save money 
The new company, Chargescape, will create a platform that can be used by both utilities and EV owners to benefit from the expected surge in mobile batteries plugged into the grid. Uh, Ford, BMW and Honda are joining forces to create a new vehicle-to-grid company that aims to help EV owners save money by sending energy back to the electrical grid. The new company, Chargescape, will create, Chargescape, will create a single a cost-effective platform connecting electric utilities, automakers and interested electric vehicle customers through that platform. EV owners earn financial benefits through a variety of managed charging and energy sharing sharing services, never before possible with the traditional gasoline-powered vehicles. Uh, the three automakers will each uh, own an equal share of the new company, which is expected to ramp up operations starting next year, pending regulatory approval. EVs are are unique in their ability to send energy back to the grid, just as they pull while charged. Why would you give back energy? It's hard enough to keep them charged, and never mind giving energy back. Many EVs are built uh, with this so-called bi-directional charging. Yeah, so I know the new Ford Lightning has it, uh, and a good few cars have bi-directional. Uh, yeah, so they can charge other cars if they're broke down or something, enabling uh, the two-way flow of energy. In essence, it treats high-capacity lithium-ion batteries not only as tools to power EVs, but also as a backup storage cell to charge other electric vehicles, an entire home, or even to send power to the electrical grid for possible energy saving. Ford, BMW and Honda want to capitalize on this idea with their new company chargescape they promise will help simplify the logistics so individual automakers won't have to negotiate a plethora of deals with utility providers. Instead, utilities will be able to access energy from a variety of EVs through a single platform created by Chargescape. And the same will hold true for people who own EVs. They will get to use the platform to determine when is the most grid-friendly time to charge their cars through flexible and managed schedules. It's like the um, the electricity companies at the moment at home tell you, you know, telling ourselves you're better off kind of put on your clothes to wash at night or you know uh, use use kind of uh, things when the the prices are lower and uh, the grid is slower and things like that and uh, it saves you money and it's more energy efficient and things like that uh, chargescape also plans to develop products to help ev owners share their vehicles energy with the grid during times of peak demand through vehicle to grid applications uh, it's another example of ways in which to, the switch to electri- electric vehicles has forced the auto industry to create a variety of alliances uh, between competitors in order to share the costs associated with the switch. GM and Honda are collaborating on shared EV platforms. Seven major companies, including BMW, GM, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Mercedes-Benz and Stellantis, are creating a joint venture uh, of building their own charging network in the U.S., uh, and eight car and eight car companies have signed deals with Tesla to install the EV the company's EV charging plug in their future vehicles. That's good as well. Uh, I hope hopefully they can all do that. But yeah, that's it's it's starting to uh, they're coming up with new ideas and things like that. I'm not sure about the reverse charging, but maybe um, say if you're away for a weekend and you have your car, uh, uh, you're not using your car. It's plugged in in the garage. And during the day, you're not going to be using it for a few days anyway. During the day that they could pull electricity back out of your car 
for the grid during heavy times. It can be like a battery for the grid. And then at night it can charge back up again or something like that. Uh, so it's like trading stock or something, <laughs> but, but with electricity. Uh, Google's antitrust trial. Tech giant denies abusing power to gain monopoly. Uh, Google has dismissed arguments that uh, it is the world's biggest search engine because of illegal practices, saying to switch to another company takes literally four taps. Uh, is dismissed argument? It is the world's largest search engine, though, isn't it? Uh, they can deny maybe that they have a full monopoly, or well, uh, isn't monopoly when you have the majority of the? But maybe they can deny that they they they're a kind of dictatorship that stop others or something like that they, they, they say you can just you can jump and go anywhere else if you want it's just people choose us maybe that's what they mean uh, a lawyer for the company made the remarks in court on Tuesday in Washington DC where it is facing trial over whether it is a monopoly uh, the case is a major test of the the power of US regulators over tech giants Prote prosecutors say the case was about the future of the internet uh, the trial is expected to last 10 weeks and will feature testimony from Google boss Sundar Pichai as well as executives from Apple. Judge Amit Mesha, who was appointed to his position on the D.C. court by former President Barack Obama, will decide the case, the biggest in the industry in 25 years. The government's lawsuit focuses on billions of payments Google made to Apple, Samsung, Mozilla and, other, uh, and others to be pre-installed as the default online search engine. So, yeah, that's true. Like, even the... The rival companies that are making phones and things like that, they, they'll still pay them so they can be the main search engine. Uh, the US said Google typically pays more than 10 billion a year for that privilege, securing its access to a steady gush of user data uh, that help maintain its hold on the market. Are there other distribution channels, other ways of, dis uh, of distributing search? Yes. Are these powerful as defaults? No. Uh, Department of Justice lawyer Kenneth Denzler said, addressing the judge, the best testimony for that, for the importance of defaults, uh, Your Honor, is Google's checkbook. Uh, when Apple first installed Google as their default search engine in 2002, no payments were involved. But by 2005, worried about its lead uh, eroding, Google proposed a way um, uh, proposed to pay the company, uh, later threatening to cancel payments if other firms got similar access, the government said. Uh, the company also discouraged Apple from expanding its own search products and Samsung, which makes Android phones, from working with a company that used a different kind of search method. It's a monopolistic flexing. Uh, Mr. Dinser said. Google said it faced intense competition, not just from the general search engine, not really though, not from the general search engine firms such as Microsoft's Bing, but more specialized sites and apps that people use to find restaurant, airline flight and more. There are also lots of ways uh, users access the web other than uh, through default search engines and people use them all the time. The company's lawyer, John Schmitten said. Schmittlen. Uh The evidence in this case will show Google completed on merits to win pre-installation and default status and that its browser and Android partners judge Google to be the best search engine for its users. Uh, they're everywhere though, but uh, yeah, maybe, but I'm not sure. Nobody's giving uh, like DuckDuckGo or, or some other search engine as standard on any phone or anything like that. Uh, and it, it probably comes with Android anyway. Uh, 
Mr. Schmidtlin said that despite Windows PCs being the number one used desktop um, and having Bing preset as the default browser, uh, a majority of Windows users still opt to use Google demonstrating Google's superiority as a search platform. Well, that's true. Uh, the latest, the trial is the latest regulatory challenge to face Google, which recently settled another case over its app store uh, brought by US states. The company is also facing a federal lawsuit over its advertising business and has found itself in the crosshairs in Europe, which has fined it billions of dollars. Uh, in monopoly cases the government has asked for a structural relief if if it wins which could mean uh, the breakup of the company uh, so that'll be very interesting to see where that goes uh, mgm resorts slot machines go down in cyber attack on the firm so i heard this the other night there was a press conference on with uh, dana white who is the ufc um uh, chairman and he's he they were all asking him did you hear about the the casinos they're all down and everything so he was what what's going on there yeah so it's a cyber attack apparently yeah customers have reported problems with slot machines and online room booking systems following a cyber attack on casino and giant and hotel giant mgm resorts uh, certain systems were shut down due to a cyber security issue uh, the firm said, but it added that its facilities remained operational. Uh, one customer at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas said she walked into the wrong room because the hotel's digital keys were malfunctioning and said staff had to distribute physical keys. Uh, Stafford, uh, staff offered her a complimentary stay as compensation, she told the BBC. Very nice. Uh, she also posted a video on TikTok of slot machines and gambling games at the resort switched off. Other people have taken to social media to complain about cancelled reservations, not being able to check in, making credit card payments or to log into their MGM accounts. One customer said he had to leave the MGM Grand in order to find cash to buy food. In a statement posted on Twitter, or X, uh, MGM Resorts said it had begun an investigation with assistance from leading external cybersecurity experts. We also notified law enforcement and took prompt action to protect our systems and data, including shutting down certain systems, the statement said. Uh, the company said its investigation was ongoing, with the nature of scope of the cyber attack still to be determined. Uh, so that's very interesting. They went after MGM casinos. iPhone 15, Apple forced to ditch lightning charger. So that's much the same again. So some of the colors there. The standard 15 has nice, if you like... Um, Kind of, you know, that Cat Kitson company, you know, those kind of uh, light, different, like yellow, green, blue, but all kind of light versions, pink. Uh, so they have nice colors in the standard one, and it's more um, kind of darker, uh, monotone kind of colors in the in the pro versions. But specs-wise, you'd have to go for the pros. Uh, France Halls, I, yeah, so we had that one already. I must have had it open twice. Overwhelming consensus on AI regulation, according to Elon Musk. Uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk says there was overwhelming consensus for regulation on artificial intelligence after tech heavyweights gathered in Washington to discuss AI. Tech bosses attending the meeting including, uh, included Meta's Mark Zuckerberg and Google boss Sundar Pichai, Microsoft's former CEO Bill Gates and Microsoft's current uh, CEO Satya Nadella were also in attendance. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of the big wigs in, in tech were there. Uh, the Wednesday meeting with US lawmakers was held behind closed doors. 
The forum was convened by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and included the, included the tech leaders as well as civil rights advocates. And the power of artificial intelligence, both for good and bad, has been the subject of keen interest from politicians around the world. In May, Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, testified before a US Senate committee describing the potential pitfalls of the new technology. ChatGPT and other similar programs can create incredibly human-like answers to questions, but can also be wildly inaccurate. I think if the technology goes wrong, it can go quite wrong. We want to be vocal about it, Mr. Altman said. We want to work with the government to prevent that from happening. There are fears that the technology could lead to mass layoffs, turbocharge fraud and make misinformation more convincing. Uh, AI companies have been criticised for training their models on data scraped from the internet without permission or payments to creators. In April, Mr. Musk told the BBC, I think there should be a regulatory body established for overseeing AI and to make sure it does not present a danger to the public. In Wednesday's meeting, he wanted uh, a referee for artificial intelligence. I think we'll see something happen. I don't know on what time frame or exactly how it will manifest itself, he told reporters. Mr. Zuckerberg said that Congress should engage with AI to support in innovations and safeguards. Um, he added that it was better that the standard is set by the American companies that can work with our government to shape these models on important issues. Uh, Republican Senator Mike Round said it would take time for Congress to act. Are we ready to go out and write re- legislation? Absolutely not, Mr. Round said. We're not there. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, it needs to be all written up and put together. Um, uh, Arm, UK's chip designer in a 54.5 billion market return. So we talked about this the last time. So they've made their return now and they have secured a 54.5 billion dollar valuation. So 43.6 billion pounds sterling as it makes its highly anticipated return to the stock market. The shares were priced at $51 each which is at the top range of the of what had been indicated to prospective investors. It makes the sale the biggest initial public offering IPO of the year. Um, ARM shares are scheduled to start trading on the New York Nasdaq stock market on Thursday. The company says 95.5 million shares were sold, raising 4.87 billion for its Japanese owner SoftBank Group. ARM customers, including Apple, Google, NVIDIA, Alphabet, Advanced Micro Devices, Intel and Samsung have all said they would invest in the IPO. In March, ARM announced that it would not list its shares in the UK in a blow to the London stock market. Reports in January said Prime Minister Rishi Sunak had held talks with SoftBank about a potential UK listing. ARM said it had decided the listing uh, the company solely in the US was the best path forward. So we talked a bit about this last week. So yeah, their 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 valuation was uh, their uh, estimates were were more than met. So good for them. Uh, Salesforce announces the new Einstein One platform, driving productivity and trusted customer experiences, powered by data. Uh, AI and CRM. Uh, Salesforce just announced a new Einstein One platform which features major advancements for Salesforce Data Cloud and Einstein AI capabilities, all built on Salesforce's underlying metadata framework, a trusted AI platform for customer companies. Uh, um, 
the Einstein Wine platform gives companies the ability to safely connect any data to built AI powered apps with low code and deliver entirely new CRM experiences. A company's AI strategy is only as good as its data strategy, said Parker Harris, founder and CTO of Salesforce. We pioneered the metadata framework nearly 25 years ago to seamlessly bridge data across applications. It's the connective tissue that fuels innovation. Now with data cloud and Einstein AI native on the Einstein platform, companies can easily create AI powered apps and workflows that supercharge productivity, reduce costs and deliver amazing consumer experiences. So they have a new platform to help companies to build their own apps and to use AI to, to help them to sell their products and to, to distribute their products and to market their products and things like that. Uh, so this is a bit more about the, the thing we just talked about with Musk and all of them. And that's pretty much all. Uh, I was Superman for a week, this story. Uh, someone's Apple Watch went bonkers because of a battery error and it was giving them crazy uh, figures on their uh, on their heart rate and everything like that so uh, the battery went bad and without a notification that anything was wrong so it didn't tell them anything was wrong they just suddenly got crazy um, crazy information from their watch but uh, so they had to get it so if you're getting a uh, uh, <laughs> heart rates that, that shouldn't be possible for a human being or the different information stats back uh, walking uh, 500,000 steps a day or something uh, you know it could be a battery fault so uh, keep an eye out for your on your Apple watches if you wear an Apple watch uh, so that's been it for today Hope you've enjoyed Tech Thursday. I've been Patrick Sheehan. I'll be with you again next week. As always, you can call 069-66200 or you can text or WhatsApp 087-166-9800 or you can email myself patrick102fm at gmail.com. Send in your tech-related questions and I'll answer them on the next show. This has been Tech Thursday. I've been Patrick Sheehan. Bye-bye. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM.